Hello, and welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast. I'm your host, Elisa Shuck. Whether you're going for that next promotion, looking for a job, or making a career pivot, I'll teach you how to navigate it all so you can have the career you want. Welcome to the Love Your Work Life podcast, episode 13. I am so happy to have this topic, and it is going to be a topic that for many of you, and myself included in in the past, makes us feel uncomfortable. And that's because what I'm going to talk about today is how to ask for what you want. Now, this can be salary negotiation if you're in a job search. It could be asking for a raise. It could be asking for a promotion. Think about something you want and think about asking for it. And then get a little introspective. How does that make you feel? If it makes you feel uncomfortable asking for something you want, good news, you're a human, that's normal. It should feel a little uncomfortable. And the reason is, is because when you ask for something you want, then it also is requiring you to step up in some way. And stepping up in some way is holding yourself accountable, is being responsible for the value you create. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. But so get comfortable feeling uncomfortable because that is just normal human stuff. So what do I mean when I say, ask for what you want? All right, number one, you get to decide what success looks like for you. If your goal has always been to have a job that pays you 50K a year, if your goal is 100K a year, if your goal is 200K a year, do not measure your success against other people. Set your own goal. But listen, if you don't know what you want, if you haven't identified that number or what that job title is inside the company that you absolutely want, then you are guaranteeing failure in advance. Listen to me one more time. If you haven't identified it, then you're already failing to achieve it. So let those little nudges, those little thoughts in your mind, experiment with them, have fun with them. You know, a lot of times what happens to us is we see something somebody else has and we're kind of attracted to it. And if you see something that someone else has, maybe it's that maybe it's that VP role whatever it is, when you see it and something about it is attracting you to it, it probably means that you have the ability inside you already. It means that the reason it's attractive to you is because you see it for yourself in even the tiniest of ways. So the first thing I want you to do is define success 
and then allow yourself to see yourself in the success of others, to play around with that, to explore it a little bit, to imagine what that might look like. Every promotion I ever got was because I saw something in someone else, whether that was a buyer or a VP or a consultant, I saw and I thought, ooh, that looks good, that looks cool. I could see myself doing that. There's something about that that I like. And I played around with it in my mind. I envisioned myself doing it. I put my own spin on it. If I had that role, how would I approach it? These are all things that you can be doing for yourself to start creating that vision of what it looks like. So decide what success is for you. Identify in other people, the things that you could see yourself doing and then spend some time with it. Now, the other thing I want you to think about is that you don't get what you don't ask for. Just like you're failing in advance, if you don't have a goal in mind, you're also never gonna get something if you don't ask for it. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. One of my life coaches says, look, the hardest thing about it is asking with a straight face. That's the hardest thing. But when you decide to ask, then you are empowering yourself to get more of what you want. And, you know, maybe you don't think you're worth asking. That's a whole nother topic. But listen, if you can get to the place where, you know, I kind of know what I'm worth. I kind of know what I deliver. Then the power of everything you want is in your ask. And most people do not ask for what they want. And this goes for men, especially for women. We don't ask for what we want. So when you think about this in the context of a promotion or a job search and you're in salary negotiation, remember, that most of the people aren't asking. So the fact that you're willing to step up and ask is a positive thing. It shows someone that you do know your value. It shows someone that you are committed to delivering that value. So when you're in a salary negotiation for a job and they come up with an offer and you come back with something like, based on what I heard and based on this challenge that you have. And sidebar, I always recommend bringing up a specific challenge that you heard during the interview that you can reference when you're negotiating. Based on what you said and what I know I can deliver for you, this is where I am. This is the value of what I'm going to deliver for you. Don't be afraid to state that. When you've identified a gap inside your company, in one of my roles, I did this exact thing. I identified a gap, I came up with a game plan, and I proposed my own position to my boss and with a game plan of here's how I can help. Here's what I believe me stepping into this new role, this newly created role, is going to do for the company. You can do the same thing. If you've identified a gap and you have a scenario in your mind of how you would fix it, 
how you would step into that, then don't be afraid to ask for that role. And don't be afraid to put a dollar amount to that role. What is it going to be worth? And listen, it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be uncomfortable. Know that you can ask for the value you want and be uncomfortable and stand by it and have your own back. No one else can determine your worth. Only you can determine your worth. But know this, one of the reasons it feels uncomfortable is because asking for more requires more of you. We all want what's safe. Our, that's that's our brain's job is to keep us safe, to play it safe and get the guaranteed thing. So as soon as you ask for more, you're requiring more of yourself. You're requiring more of your brain. You are asking yourself to step up because you know that asking for more means they're going to step into more responsibility. It means you're going to have to deliver. It means you're going to have to take action. That's okay. Our brains are also built for answering the call when it's required of us. So require it of yourself by asking for more. The other thing about this whole idea of settling is that how we do one thing in life is probably how we're doing everything in life. So if you think about it and you find yourself settling in other areas of your life, then you're probably settling at work too. You're probably rationalizing it by thinking, hey, I should just be grateful that I have a job. Yes, you should be grateful, but it's okay to be grateful and want more, to see yourself as being capable of more, of delivering more. You have those thoughts of wanting a sense of purpose and satisfaction and meaning at work for a reason and having those feelings and thoughts about what you can do and how much more you can accomplish and contribute to that community is not a bad thing. It's not a thing to judge yourself over as being greedy or selfish. It means that there is more needed of you, that you can deliver more and that you're worth more. Employers pay for the value that you deliver. You get to decide how much and what it's going to take. Now, there may be some risk in that, no doubt. But understanding that it's a risk and being willing to make that risk for yourself, being willing to walk away if you ask for the salary you want in that job because you know the value you can deliver and they say, no, we just can't do that, then you have to believe in yourself enough to know that there is something else out there for you. There is another job out there that will pay you what you want. And even if you decide to take it in that moment, then I want you to consider this. Accepting something out of desperation, you will always regret that decision. You will always second guess that decision. So if you decide in an interim situation, if you decide that this is a company that you really want to work for, 
but they're not paying exactly what you want, then look at the long game. Play it for the long game. What is the exchange of value that you're going to get? What are you delivering? Maybe all of that value coming back to you isn't 100% in dollars. Maybe it's a future. Maybe it's the cachet of that company. Maybe it's the opportunities in that company versus the opportunities where you came from. You can include all of that in the value exchange as well. I just want you to think it through and whatever your decision is, really, really love your reasons for making that decision. When you love your reasons for choosing what you choose, then you will not have regrets. You will not second guess yourself. You may change your mind later down the road and that's cool too. Totally fine. Because you loved your reasons when you accepted that role in the first place. So keep that in mind. (laughs) Keep that in mind. And one of the best ways to approach anything you're aiming for is to actually be disconnected from the outcome. When you are disconnected, it is one of the most empowering things you can do. I talk about this in the interview process. It's one of the reasons I talk about having your job search pipeline filled with conversations and opportunities because you can be uh, detached, disconnected from any one of those and not be so reliant on the one thing to be the thing because one rejection is meaningless when you know that there's a bunch coming down the road for you, when you know that there's so many more conversations that you're having. So remember that this healthy detachment, this healthy disconnect is so empowering because if they say no, it's not about you. They're saying no in that moment. They're saying no in that specific circumstance. Your value is always your value. You always get to ask for what you want. So don't be afraid to do it. Go into it knowing that you asking for more means you're going to be requiring more of yourself. You're going to be stepping into something that is that you're going to love. And here is another really cool tip that I will leave you with for those of you who are employed and feel underpaid. Go in and have a conversation and say, this is what I want to make. What do I have to do to get there? I can't think of any employer who wouldn't respect that because if there is a way for you to get there, they're gonna tell you how to get there. And guaranteed it's gonna be adding more value So when you know what it is and they can tell you what it is, then you can say, okay, awesome. I'm going to step into that. How cool would that be just to let somebody know that what do I have to do to get that VP role? What do I have to do to get that director role? What do I have to do to make that much more money? Give yourself the opportunity Give yourself the gift of asking for what you want and then trust yourself. 
to deliver. All right, you guys have this. I'll talk to you next time. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out my Love Your Work Life programs on Teachable. You can choose from on-demand courses or personalized one-on-one coaching with me. We take all of this material and apply it so that you can live it and create the career you want. Because when you love your work life, all the other parts of life get better too. So go to Love Your Work Life Teachable as search terms or love-your-work-life.teachable.com. I will see you there.